Anyways, hello and happy Tuesday, everyone. I am Philip Ryan Block. Um, I don't like to say I'm the host of, but I'm the host of the Open Heart Collective, um, a week, bi-weekly or twice a week podcast, video, live stream, uh, in which we have the necessary live, raw, real conversations about mental health. Uh, this particular episode, I am joined by my one of my newest and closest friends, uh, Jen Santoro. So I'm going to have Jen introduce herself and uh, we'll get the conversation going. Okay, awesome. Well, I was so fortunate enough to meet uh, Frank Block at this really awesome conference called SNADCON recently in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, a little bit about me. Uh, I have a background in communication and I got to work in the nonprofit field, um, higher education field, um, and then actually became a certified life coach as well. And I got to spend two years working with first year college students at the Florida State University um, and being a college life coach for them. And then ultimately started a private practice where I was coaching other entrepreneurs because I really believe in the entrepreneurial spirit and um, definitely felt the call. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I didn't know what I was getting myself into <laughs> when I was going down that path, but um, I ended up uh, deciding to do some work with my dad, which has been a, a pretty crazy journey in itself. <laughs> he is awesome. Um, great, great guy. Also, too, you could imagine the dynamics that happened of uh, mm -hmm. like a father-daughter situation, yeah. but we also have another uh, business partner. Um, named John Rizzo, and then um, we decided to start a technology company, um, which is a video communication technology company, which allows collaboration through video, um, through email, social sites, all kinds of cool things, but we specialize in call to action technology, so relationships can continue to grow um, from the, the actual videos themselves. Um, and we have a, our chief technology officer, uh, Prashant Shahari, who's the genius behind really building the platform out. But all this to be said, it's been one heck of a journey that's led me here. So it's all kinds of different pieces that right. led to the present moment. That's a little bit about me. I'm really passionate about human potential. I think we'll just throw that snippet in there. Is that <laughs> where we can talk about that? The most excited I'm going to be. Well, I mean, I think that's, that's where all this kind of comes into play anyways, because we're in, in the talk around mental health and the subject of mental health. It's, all about what you realize in your potential and the ability to overcome maybe some really horrible circumstances and situations in your life to grow from and learn from and become something more, hmm, what's what I'm looking for? Impactful, I guess would be the what, what I'm looking for. I, I love how I see like the phone like right here. <laughs> Oh, Instagram, we're quiet. Hold on, I'm so sorry. Technical difficulties here. It's fine. My video ended up getting paused. I don't know how to make it unpaused on Instagram. Uh, let's see. Removing you and then adding you back. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Anyways, so there we go. Okay, now we're, now we're back at the game. It wouldn't be an open heart collective episode if it wasn't for technical difficulties. 
Awesome. Ever episode, all the time, without fail. Typically, it's a Bluetooth-related issue. Oh, we're back. Not back. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Instagram is fun sometimes, guys. guys. Ryan, I am so sorry. I don't think it's you, though. I, I think it's just technology. Um, okay, I'm going to exit out of there. I think what is going on is that... Oh, you're back. Okay. It could be the headphones are not registering properly. I, I've got you, though. We're good. So. Okay. What I might do is turn the volume down on my phone, and so hopefully there won't be an echo. We'll see. Okay. Let's try this. <laughs> feedback? Good. Okay, sweet. I'm getting a little bit of an echo, but oh, yeah, there's an echo. All right. We're going to try this again. <laughs> Technical difficulties, ladies and gentlemen. Struggle is real. We're going to get this interview going. Conversation, not interview. Okay. All right. We're going to try. Everybody see how it goes. Well, hey, we'll make it work one way or another. Yes. Anyways, so. Mental health. Mental health. <laughs> That's the subject matter. So for for those of you who are unaware or don't know how this show works or what kind of the, the ethos behind this is, um, I, I'm honestly, I'm tired of seeing the news of where we lose people or there are tragic circumstances that happen due to the lack of openness around mental health. The fact that we're not, we're not willing to have these conversations that are needed when they're needed. And then we have to read about what happens next. And that bothers me. I mean, I, I think all of us, especially us 30 somethings and late 20 somethings know Chester Bennington and, and new Chris Cornell and, and Anthony Bourdain and, and, um, any number of these, these influential characters that we've lost because of mental health issues. And, um, I'm honestly, I'm tired of it. I don't want there to be any more loss, unnecessary loss. Absolutely. And, um, and really the biggest problem is, is we're not talking about it. We live in this culture and this ecosystem right now where we're always on the offense, go, go do shit, go hustle, Blah blah. All the all the social media rhetoric that we hear every single day. But the one thing that we as a culture are not on the offense about, that we're not proactive about, that we're not hustling for, is our own mental health and the mental health and the of those in the communities around us. So that being said, what better way to do that than to have hour long conversations with with people I admire who have compelling stories because. I know that my story is not going to always leave an impact in somebody's world or help change somebody's world, but your story can definitely help someone else. And that's the mission of the series. And the series will go until I no longer have a voice. And then I will find somebody to have these conversations for me. <coughs> Although lately I feel like I haven't had much of a voice. That's why there's not been a lot of content been put out by me. But anyways, um, so that being said, we're doing a show around stories and, 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 telling ours. So it's Jennifer's story. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for doing this work. I couldn't agree more with you. Um, unfortunately, 
there's so many there's so many of us that actually just suffer in silence mm-hmm. and I was one of those people myself um, for many, many, many years. And I don't believe that it was anybody's fault in any way, shape, or form. I think that just what ended up happening was I made interpretations of what I thought life was quote unquote supposed to be. And I pushed and pushed and pushed myself to formulate myself to form into what I thought it was supposed to be. And I, what happened in my story was I lost sight of what I would say my true self is. I had created this persona because I wanted love and acceptance from the world around me. And I didn't realize that those who love and accept me would love and accept me no matter what. They didn't need me to achieve anything. They didn't need me to fit into a box. But I didn't know that. And so I just kept going and going and going, pushing, 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 ultimately running and running away from myself, ultimately. And I was, um, I, I make a joke, I was a workaholic at the age of seven. You know, like I was involved in all the things. I love, <laughs> like, I am like one of those people where I came into the planet and I'm like, I want to do as much as possible. I want to experience as much as possible, which is great and awesome in its own right, but um, doesn't lead to a fulfilled life if you don't know where it's coming from. Absolutely, could not agree more. So when I was doing, 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 versus taking the time to be, and taking the time to reflect, and taking the time to actually listen to my own heart, um, when I was just in the doing mode, I felt so lost and ultimately I just wound up very empty and exhausted and in a very, very dark place that I was very, it was terrifying to be in that level of a dark, of a dark place. I know that place. Well, I've kind of hung out in it for most of my life. Yeah. So it's real. It's a real place. And the thing that's amazing is how many of us, visit that place frequently and we don't know we, it, it's it's scary because it's a very lonely place and we just assume that it's just us or there's something wrong with us and right. in actuality it's actually very very common and i think what I, i'm so grateful for a show like this does which is bringing to light that we're not alone in the journey that right. Part of, I believe part of the human experience sometimes is we do have to go into contrast and we do have to sometimes go into extremes to be able to better understand our life journey. And so what I have found now is that the love and appreciation I have for finding the light in my life now, I appreciate it and understand it on such a deeper level than I ever would have if I didn't go through that darkness. And also, too, there's something to be said for when we come together and we support each other. It's so much easier to have the conversations when I can describe what that right. darkness is, is like. And then ultimately, normal, hopefully normalize it a little bit so that that person that I'm talking to can like connect with the light that's within themselves, too. Right. And find their own journey through it of what it looks like best for them. Yeah, and that I think that's the key to all of this. So we're we're in we're in this time frame where we don't want to share, right? We we really don't want to talk about it because 
this this is uncomfortable, right? Like, especially, and this is one of the things that Kelvin and I kind of went in on last week, being a guy. Like, guys, yes. we're not supposed to talk about how we feel. Yeah. Like, oh, you're hurting? Rub some dirt on it. Go walk it off. Yeah. But, like, it's the, in those moments where you allow yourself to become vulnerable that oftentimes you find your strength. And that that's an important piece. Because, I mean, how, how many times do you wake up and you're like, I'm just having a bad day. And I, and I love how I get like random bullshit comments on, on live videos. So I just tend to like report scam comments and I'm like, you know, fuck it. Um, because the one thing that I will say about this and what's being developed inside of this community is that this community is a safe place. This community is for sharing stories. This community is for being better than the rest of us. Like not better, but being the best version of you so that you can get through so that maybe one day that you can actually inspire somebody to be great and create change in themselves or in the world. I mean, that's where it all starts. Absolutely. when when you were going through what you went through, like what was what were some of those moments where you're like, either I don't want to do this anymore, or I can't do this anymore. Or, this is really tough. This isn't easy. Like we all know, this shit's never easy, anyways. Like, I mean, being an entrepreneur. So let's talk about that. Being an entrepreneur yeah. is the def- definition of being insane. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Because we put ourselves through hell, hoping that there's going to be an amazing outcome in a short, finite period of time. And then when it doesn't happen, we're like, fuck. Because, I mean, we, we, we all want amazing things to happen. Well, at least some of us do. I'm not speaking for everyone. But, like, what were some of those moments where, like, you were down yeah. and then had to, like, almost force yourself to pivot out of that? Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, absolutely. the depression talk, I think, is a very necessary talk throughout this because I think depression and suppressing one's own emotion is a big thing absolutely. and one that we're not talking about. So absolutely. Let's, let's talk about it. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, the um, entrepreneurship being a trigger is a very real thing. Um, it's, it offers the ultimate freedom, um, you know, to be your own boss and to um, create right. the lifestyle that you want to create and to create a company the way that you vision of, of creating it. There's a lot of things that, that drive you to keep going. However, though, right. there's the realities of all the responsibility that comes with that, that you can never prepare for. I always say if, if I was told what the journey was going to be, I never would have signed up for it. Wait probably. a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. No, 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 no. That's not how this shit works. You can't. No, I, I disagree with that statement. No, no, no. What I'm saying is I probably would have had to really think a little bit more about what I was signing up for. I just say it was a blessing that I didn't know what I was about to face. Because let me finish what I was actually about to say about it. Because I had to face all my inner demons. Uh-huh. 
They're and that's, hell sometimes, they, they are so, and, and it, it doesn't matter how they come at you in terms of like what, yeah, what part of life is going to trigger it out of you. Like for some of us, it's, it's entrepreneurship because there's nobody to blame but yourself. It is the ultimate look in the mirror day in, day out and face every fear imaginable because it's coming up. You know, and, and for other people, it's a, different, it's a different part of life. It could be a relationship. It could be um, family-oriented. It, it could be, I mean, it could be an illness. It could be anything, right? right? In my particular journey, entrepreneurship was definitely the main trigger factor because it's true. It's like every day there was some fear that I was going to have to face. And every day it was just living outside of the comfort zone. I feel like there is just the, the sooner I embraced, I know absolutely nothing. And I just have to figure it out every day. Um, the way easier it became to be in flow and to go and to accept and to practice acceptance and to practice all the things that I said that I believed. Uh-huh. So that's the other aspect of it was, you know, being thrown into a situation or I threw myself into a situation where I had accepted concepts and theory that I, I thought I believed in, but then right. being in, in an entrepreneurial setting of how the heck are we going to pull this off day in, day out? It was like, I really had to practice everything that I said I believed in and I would just have great laughs about myself to myself mm -hmm. because I'm like, Oh yeah, Jen, you, you say you believe this, but when push comes to shove, how are you really feeling in this particular moment in time? Right. So it is a crazy journey, but it's one that I don't regret at all. And I definitely, even though I said earlier, I don't know if I would have done it. I definitely would do it all over again. I wouldn't be living any other way. Like I absolutely I love it. I wouldn't have it any, me either. You know, I wouldn't like, have it any other way. It is, it is a crazy experience, but it's so worth it. I'm doing exactly what I want to be doing with my life and for that i am so grateful um with that going back around to the original question about what were some of the dark times so some of the dark times was when i really had to face myself in the mirror and right. recognize that i was putting on a happy face for years right. and years and years i and it was an act and it wasn't real and when you're kind of when you're faced with all this responsibility all of a sudden it's like you can't act anymore because you don't have the energy to. Right. So then I had to like, I had to really look hard and see how, where I can't I hear you on Instagram. Hold on. Oh, sorry, Ryan. Can you say that again? I can't hear. I couldn't hear you on Instagram. I'm bringing you back. Maybe. Oops. Weird. Sorry. Instagram. <laughs> okay. Like, Instagram looks like it crashed down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I got a phone call. Oh, I okay. tell you every, every single thing. Okay, I'm hearing your audio on Instagram. Oh, hold on. Are you getting feedback from me? No, I'm just not hearing you at all. What I'm hearing you on on the computer, but not on Instagram. Not on Instagram, right? Uh. Let's see. What about now? No. Nope. Instagram, man. <laughs> Should we disconnect and reconnect? Yeah, hold on. Okay. Sorry about this, Instagram and Facebook, for those of you guys who are watching over there. Let's see. Let's try this again.
Wait. Oh, I'm going live. What about now? Uh, no, I can't. Why? <laughs> Instagram, oh, why are you messing so with me? Well. Hold, all right, well, we'll do this. Instagram, we'll be right back. Share that one. All right. So let's try this again. Sorry, everybody. This is being a little bit cumbersome today. In the meantime, All right. So we're back. All right. So we're, we're in this. And then while, while we're getting everything synced back up again, um, if you are an individual or know an individual who is suffering, there are resources that are out there for you. And um, find them, utilize them. There we go. I've got you now. So um, the resources for mental health are huge, and I I like to put myself out there because as a resource, as as a light for people, because it's the the world needs more of it. Anyways. Um, if you need help or really, if you need somebody to just listen, because that's child in the background of the camera, go away. <laughs> Next time you do that, you will be going upstairs. Do you understand me? The joys of dad life, everybody like, Hey, I'm in the, I'm in the studio. We're having a conversation. Then I, from the back, there's a wave. Um, all the time. I, cannot I love do the it life though. Anymore. It's oh, so, good. It's so authentic and so good. I'm glad you do. I find it annoying. Well, but, um, yeah, I get it. I can only imagine. <laughs> Anyways, so my phone number is in my Instagram profile. Call me. If, I mean, because everybody just, when they're going through a moment, whether that be stress, anxiety, they're battling with something more, whether it be depression or alcoholism or whatever the case may be, they don't want people to tell them what to do. They want people to listen. Yes. I'm kind of good at it. Make it happen. Like I'm, I make myself a resource for that purpose. So I'm still waiting for multiple people to take me up on the offer, but um, inevitably it'll come. So that being said, all right, back to your back, back to where you're at now that we're past all the technical. <laughs> we're back online. Um, well, we were talking about um, going into what, like, you know, going into one of the times of going into the dark place, and I mean, there was there definitely was there were there was there was a moment, a very distinct moment <clears throat> in the journey where I just couldn't get out of bed anymore, and I was just in such severe darkness that I just I, I, I the way I describe it is that I I just felt like I lost the will to live. And it wasn't where I was coming up with a plan because my energy was so low that right. I couldn't I couldn't even think about anything other than just trying to just praying almost of just let me just go in my sleep or please just take me now because I don't think I can keep going because I just I lost I lost sight of what I was here for I lost sight of myself I lost sight of the light within my own my own self and what I learned was that I did not learn or understand the concept of 
self-love. That That's an important one. Yeah. So I really was all like, I mean, I felt overflowing with love for those around me. Right. But when it came to practicing love with myself, it, I really had to admit that it was lacking severely. And I really was like, okay, <coughs> this is the one thing I haven't tried. <laughs> and um, I, I know that I've heard the concept of like, well, you can't really love other people until you love yourself. And that sounded great in theory, but I didn't understand how to do that. Okay. And so well, let, let's mm -hmm. talk about that for a moment. So great. the, I mean, I had, the, I had the honor to also meet your dad. Yeah. So although it was in, it was in, it was brief. We didn't yeah. get really like, you seem like the household that you were raised in was one that was slightly, that was at least overly empathetic than most. Would you agree? So the way that I would describe it, the family that we are today is very different from the family we were years ago. We've all done a ton of self work and I'm very, very proud of myself and my parents um, and all, everybody who's in my family because something shifted for all of us where right. there's a time, and, and just to be open and honest, I feel like my parents are comfortable, would be comfortable with me saying this, that, you know, we lovingly refer to the years of me growing up as the dark ages. <laughs> um, we were a family for a long time who just, we just didn't know how to talk about things and we swept things under the rug. And it was like, we would live in tension for years. And right. so as I was figuring out self-love, I kind of, I witnessed my parents figuring it out for themselves too. Right. And so it's kind of almost this family project that ended up happening later on in life for us. And so that's why I always say, I'm like, I, miracles happen. And, you know, it, it's one of those things of you, it, if you would hear the stories of what I feel like we've all been through as a family, you'd be like, whoa, you know, it, it, no, there's no such thing. I've never met a family who really has it together. You know, like I, I haven't met that yet. And I just want to bring attention to like that. That's okay. We're all humans doing the best we can. And, you know, we come from lines of, you know, not knowing what codependency is, for example, you know, like we, we just did, none of us knew, you know, we right. were just doing the best we can with what we've got. But that's why these conversations are so important because as you raise awareness around what these concepts are, it makes it so much easier to address and right. then make different choices moving forward, choices that feel more in align alignment and that are coming from a space of love versus a space of fear. And so, yeah, it was a learning process for all of us. <laughs> so I, I have awesome I mean, parents, but like, yeah, we've all been through it. Like it was not an easy journey. We've worked for what we've got now. And that, I mean, that's good to hear. It's because things not necessarily always going to be great, but they can become great one day. Yes, that's and exactly it. You don't necessarily always know when that one day is going to be. Like, I mean, it, let, let, let's equate this to being an entrepreneur. You could, you could create this concept or this idea or this strategy 
today and tomorrow it could be the next biggest thing. Right. Or you can create this idea or this thing and it could take 20 years. Exactly. You never know when, but that's the fun part because that I think if we always knew everything when it was supposed to happen, life would suck. Right? Yeah. But it's that that patience and that internal fortitude to just kind of push. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's <clears throat> that's what it's been for me. I mean, this journey of mental health is a slightly troubled one for me. Yeah. Because I mean, I I've had the opportunity to kind of become a vessel for other people's stories. Right. And um, before before being blessed with that opportunity, I always thought that mine was so terrible mm. that what I was going through, nobody else was going through that. Right. The things that I were facing were life altering things. Right. That things were just so difficult. And then I get into the realization with the rest of it, then no, it's not. Like it's not, mine was not nearly as bad as some others, but those others was not better or worse. It was just different. Exactly. And how we handled it and the way that we talk about it now. And I mean, I remember those moments where you kind of have to talk the person off of a ledge. Yep. And you don't know what's going to happen. What do you need, child? <laughs> not for a while. No, you need to not bother me anymore. She was literally sitting right over here. Tell her I say up, hello. <laughs> staring up at me like a dog waiting for a treat. Um, well, Dad, I know when we get off of this interview, what is one really fun thing you're going to do with her? Chase her around the house because she's been bothering me. <laughs> okay, tag it is. <laughs> anyways. So, yeah. But, uh, it's really people of all times now is when you keep calling me. Instagram, we're just going to roll. Mm -hmm. You guys can see me just fine. I can't see me on Instagram, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> anyways guys so real life right like yeah, we're trying it. to run an right interview here. and people keep calling um <laughs> and now literally my instagram is a black screen hold on this has just become comical all right i think we're back oh now i can't hear you though instagram let's try it again Seriously, like this has been a really dope conversation and now people keep ruining it. All right, are we good now? No, can't hear you all. All right, Instagram, we'll be right back. I'm just going to share it, the, all, all of the episodes. It's going to be like a three-part episode. All right, only right on Instagram. All right. So for those of you who are, are thankfully now watching this on Facebook rather than Instagram, <laughs> um, the, this, this video series is also going to be recorded in audio form and will also exist in 
YouTube and other forums uh, by the end of the week. So we'll deal with the chaos that has been Instagram today. Um, there we go. I think, I think everybody's in. And we're back. If I get another phone call, I'm just going to say I'm done. Anyways, so did I not say this before we went live? Yeah. That this was going to happen? Yeah. Every time. Manifested it, man. <laughs> like, I can't turn my phone, like, off because Instagram, we're utilizing it. Yeah. Anyways, so those moments of darkness for you, let, let's recap what the, I mean, mm -hmm. that part of the journey. And then what was your transition out? How did you make mm -hmm. that move out? Because this this conversation around mental health, while it's a very important one, it's an important one because it's as important to talk about the struggles as it is to talk about how we got through them. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. And that's actually where I'm probably most passionate. And so what I was touching on a little bit earlier was about this discovery that I really did not understand the concept of, of self-love. I, I really, I, I did not get it. And one of my favorite quotes that I came upon, and I wish I knew who said it, um, but it is, if we treated others the way that we treat ourselves, we'd all be in jail. And I love that quote because it felt so true to me. I'm like, I beat myself up so much. And I'm like, this is probably why I'm in this dark of a hole. I'm not seeing the good in me. I'm just not seeing it. And it doesn't matter if other people see it at this juncture. It's not helping. <laughs> it's not helping. Right. You know, this is about me needing to take personal responsibility to figure out who am I and what is it that I really have to offer and how can I really learn how to practice self-love and ultimately self-respect because right. At the end of the day, that was what I was realizing, was that I just didn't respect myself. And so what it came down to, and it wasn't like I was doing anything crazy or out there or anything like that. I think that these are just very real human experiences that we have of this severe self-judgment. And that comes from a lot of places, right? It comes from a lot of places that we don't have to get into in this particular conversation because I think it's more... Well, it's more of like, I just feel like it's a rabbit hole in itself, so we can come back to it. <laughs> so I want to stay on topic of getting out of the darkness. Got it. So what I ended up doing was deciding to take vows for myself, where other, you know, when you, for example, get married, you take vows and you, we have these sometimes. kinds, yeah, sometimes in, in some traditions, <laughs> We make a vow to love, honor, and hopefully respect another person. Right. And I just realized, like, well, how the heck am I going to do that with somebody else if I can't even do it with myself first? So right. I decided, okay, let me take some vows. And, and I was like, let me try to practice it, it, looking at myself as I would one of my friends. So, like, for right. example, if a friend of mine came to me with something that I was going through, what would I say to them and how would I treat them? I treat them really loving. I'd be really patient with them. 
I tell them that they're on path and they're figuring it out as they go. And I really practice probably like a lot of lack of judgment for them because it's a lot easier to do it for me in my journey. It was easier to be loving and respectful of other people than it was to do it for myself. So what I did was I flipped it and I was like, well, what would I do? What would I say to somebody else? And then I started practicing that on myself and it was a slow process. Like I didn't, I will tell you, I'm not get this straight out the gate. Like, it's now been years <laughs> and I can say it's like an ongoing thing, but it's so much easier. Now it's way more natural, way more natural to be patient and loving with myself and to, to not expect perfection. I think that was, a, that was a big aspect of things is that I had this concept that I had to be perfect. But I think it was weird because uh, I had a, I had a of the perfectionist. Yeah, 100%. But I had a double standard. Because I was like, well, you don't have to be perfect, right? Like, it's completely fine. Here I am, like, doing all this, like, loving stuff. And, like, I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a life coach. I'm coaching other people and practicing non-judgment for them. Telling them that they, you know, providing space for them to, you know, find their true selves and have love mm-hmm. and acceptance of themselves. And I'm being, like, being a hypocrite if I'm not practicing that myself. <laughs> right, like. We we always talk. I mean, from from childhood on, it's it's phrased in different ways. But we always hear the golden rule, right? Yes. How often have we actually internalized the golden rule? Exactly. Like I understand, like oh, treat others how you'd want yourself to be treated, but treat yourself how you want others to be treated. Like that. Yes. I mean, that self love is such a huge portion of. of of the mental health game because I mean, we're, we're we, as they, as, as the, the, the phrase is, we are our own worst critic. Yes. And when we're our own worst critic, what happens? We put our, we put ourselves down. We hold ourselves to this unachievable level of standards. And then when we don't hit our own standards, who do we have nobody to blame, but us. Yep. And, th- and then that becomes this, uh, this, this cycle of, Potential success, disappointment. Potential success, disappointment. And being an entrepreneur, hell, being a musician, just being a human being, we all go through that. Whether you're working for yourself or you're working for someone else, we always go through that. And yeah. and even if you're working for yourself, you're working for other people. So let's just let's just yeah. bust that entrepreneur myth right now. You're always working for someone else. That's true. Because your clients make a paycheck when you're working on your own. So it's just a different person signing the paycheck is all. But like that's that for me has been probably my biggest part is I can't hold myself to such a high standard because I got to cut myself some slack. Like I'm not going to be perfect. I'm not going to accomplish. I'm not going to accomplish it if I'm consistently oppressing myself. Absolutely. So I said, fuck it. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And I'm going to get it done when I get it done. And if I don't get it done in other people's time frame, but it still happens, like I still got it done. Right. And <clears throat> having the ability to make that acknowledgement inside yourself is key. Yeah. Because um, otherwise you're just, just bashing yourself and you can't keep it up. Yeah. That's just, and I think what it is, is again, it comes down to that self-reflection that we need support 
to be able to do the self-reflection. There right. is there is a sacredness in the alone time. And I'm a big proponent of, of making sure that you have me time to just just be quiet with yourself and, and get in touch with your own heart. Um, but then it's really important to surround yourself with people that you can bounce ideas off of and talk things through with and right. really help validate and normalize a lot of the situations as well. But again, it's choosing the right team, right, as well. I like to call, I like to call mine my trusted advisors. Oh, that is awesome. Absolutely. I'm literally, I'm going to make a t-shirt. It's going to have like my little signature logo thing on the front. And then I'll say trusted advisor on the back. And I'm going to mail it out to my trusted advisors. That is fantastic. <laughs> Love it. That's great. Um, because, I mean, there are certain people and certain things that I go to with everything. Or are certain yeah. people that I go to with everything. Right. And because, like, guys, all right, you got to get a, you got to have a barometer for yourself, right? Because if you don't have a barometer self for yourself, you're just going. And you don't necessarily, you're going and you're following your gut, but sometimes your gut is wrong, but oftentimes your gut is right. But who the hell are you to decide whether your gut is wrong or your gut is right for you and your situation and circumstances? That, like, there's so many contributing variables to make yourself happy. And then it's like, oftentimes what we end up doing is we succumb to traditional standards or, uh, or senses of normalcy. And that is the biggest blow to this whole thing is because you're doing amazing things, right? I, I, like, I like to equate it like a, um, a rocket ship, right? A rocket ship getting set for launch. They start firing off all the engines, right? But that rocket ship can't take off if the parachute is holding it down. What's that parachute in your world? Yeah. Like you got to figure out what the hell that parachute is. It could be a circumstance. It could be a situation. It could be a person. It could be a place. Sometimes you just need to leave. And, and, and whether they be a person, a place, a circumstance, a situation, like you got to do it for you, regardless of the outcome. The outcome could be terrible, right? You could hurt people in the outcome, but the pain inflicted on others can be get can they can get through right so but the pain you inflict on yourself or what you hold on to yourself like i i have a i have a very very dear friend who um faced some trauma uh early on in their life and they said i i, I can't really talk about it i can't i mean i i have certain people i can trust with it but i can't go to the person because the person is respected and the person is loved and they were terrified about how that would potentially dismantle certain things. I said, but yeah, is, but what's, where's the true pain? Is it in you in holding it in or is it in the outcome of what happens next? Like you cannot continue to hold yourself accountable or hold yourself hostage to a feeling if that feeling is not something that's progressing your life forward in some positive direction. So like, yeah, it's going to suck. Having a conversation might not be the easiest thing to do, but you have to, because if you're not feeling it, like let's say you're a basketball player, right? Or football player, whatever athlete. And you're amazing at 80% of what you need to do. 
but yet you can't seem to nail that free throw. Mm-hmm. You're not a you're not the rounded player that you need to be. You're not balanced. That balance is going to tip one way or the other. You're going to suffer, or other people are going to. Mm-hmm. Now that that the people that could be suffering could be your team, could be your family, could be your friends, whatever it is. Like if you're not you all the time and you're not allowing yourself to live in yourself the way that you need to in order to get to where you need to go whether people believe in it or not is irrelevant like i am everything that you hear and see in me right now is because of everything that i've experienced leading up to now the good the bad the ugly the indifferent all of it and we need to just allow ourselves to do what we need to do for us. Yeah, we got to take into consideration other people from time to time, right? You can't be selfish with it. It's a balance. It is a balance. It's, it's, it's it, to, to quote music, it's, it's, it's fine-tuning. It's mastering the situation. That's exactly right. right. You just got to get that proper dial in to get the balance and the EQ going. Otherwise, it sounds like shit. <laughs> I am making a lot of references today. You uh, are, sir. Well, multiple things came up as you were talking. So one, um, one thing that I and that has always stood with me from uh, the coaching program that I I worked um, with and that I'm certified through the Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching. IPAC, goes on to say that everybody's an expert in their own life. You are an expert in your own life. Nobody can tell you what's best for you. Like nobody can do that. Only you can do that for yourself. And deep down, we always know what our truth is with a capital T. We always know what, where alignment actually is when we just give ourselves permission to feel it. It's just a matter of becoming okay with the fact that that is actually our truth and becoming okay with the fact that actually this is what feels what's what's actually in flow in life. And this is what actually feels in alignment. And sometimes when we've gone against it for so long, it looks like chaos when we're trying to get back into alignment because we have to almost dismantle everything in order mm-hmm. to rebuild back into alignment. And so my big thing is I will always say, I will feel my, uh, Coaching clients always quote me on it, and I always say, and it, I'm not making it up. People know this all the way, but I just say it all the time, which is trust the process. There's something about the flow of life that will always be guiding you and what we need to do. It'll, it's it's always there. It is like a river. I believe in it so much, and I feel it. When you hook right. in and you're flowing in it. It's, it's what they call it. You're in flow and, and it's, it's like you feel connected and you, just, you, you feel everything that we, you've been searching for. Right. It's just a matter of giving ourselves permission to say yes to it. Let's talk about that for a minute because I think you hit something right on the head with that. Okay. How often in life do we say, nah, I'm not going to do that? Because I don't know how my action in that move will affect mm-hmm. this person, this person, this person, this person. Mm-hmm. That we, it might be the most right thing, the most correct thing, the most true thing for us. But we care so much about what 
mom, about what dad, about what significant other, about brother, about business partner. But seriously, like, you can only ignore your truth for so long. And we were talking about this before we started. Before it comes and it smacks you square in the face. It's real. And then you can't ignore it anymore. And, and that, then it's probably gone so long that now it's going to be that much more chaotic. Uh-huh. Right? Because we've right. let it go on for so yeah. long. Versus if we, we just did, we've ignored it. the smack for so yeah. long that when the, like, the right hook comes in, yeah. you're like, ouch, that hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And like, okay, I got to like, something's got to, something's got to change. You might not know what that something is all the time, and that's okay. Right. Totally okay. But change is going to happen. It is inevitable. Like, de- change, death, and taxes, the three <laughs> inevitables of life. Well, Most for us here in the U.S. anyway. Like, that's it. Like, you, it, yeah. it all comes down to what you want. Now, we can't be selfish with, what, with our desire and what we want because we do have to be considerate of others. But – here, here, here's the proxy to that situation. If we are not truly happy in who we are in this, in circumstances and situations, are we theoretically being true to that other person, that other circumstance, that other situation? Exactly. That's the key reflection. Because what I will say is that what is true for us, if we're not being truthful with ourselves and we are making um, compromises that are against. Now, granted, there are certain things that are deal breakers. Compromise you have to. There are certain things, but if if you are compromising your inner truth and you are going against what feels right for you and what is, what's in alignment in your life, that means that if it's not in alignment for you, it also means it's not in alignment for those who are around you. Right. In, or maybe or in, or particular people or particular certain or however like different like things our, like it just means that there's a flow there's a shift that needs to happen. However, though, we can collaborate with those around us absolutely with respect. So I always say like it's sometimes it's with very difficult conversations that we have to have along the way of life, and they're only fe- and here's the thing. They only feel difficult because we we live at least here. I feel like we live in a culture where we kind of tiptoe around each other. At least I know for a while, you know, I said my family and I, we didn't know how to have the hard conversations yet. We had to learn how to do that over time. But now, once you finally have those conversations, once you finally just say, you know what? Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come from a space of love and I'm gonna come from a space of respect and I need to tell you my truth. Ultimately, what I always say a gauge that I try to work for in my own life that has worked really well I realized before I take on a really hard conversation, I need to come to peace with whatever it is within myself first. Because when I come from a space of peace, I'm able to hold a space in a much more loving and respectful way for that particular person that I'm having to have a difficult conversation with. And what I find is when I come from that space, it's so much easier of a conversation and the person feels the love and they feel the respect and they might not like it, but we can at least talk about it together. Right. <laughs> and we can and, find our way through it of, okay, well, what is in alignment then? Right. Well, and that guys like that's, that's the key. I mean, it, it's all in the balance. Yeah. 
That's a very delicate one. Yes. Because you're balancing yourself and you're balancing others. And oftentimes we sacrifice ourselves for others. And in the mental health space, that's a big conversation. I mean, we could talk for hours just on that. We like, can. First thing that comes up is compassion fatigue. Say that again. Compassion fatigue, where it's like you're giving, 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 holding space, holding space, holding space, holding space, until you are so drained, you have nothing left to give. And that is not good for anybody. Right. So it's like, like you were saying, finding the balance of how do you, how do we make ourselves a priority in a way of our own health and wellness so that we're constantly making sure that our energy levels are at a healthy space? How can we make sure that our needs are being met so that we can be there for others in a really healthy way as well? Right. Exactly. Spot on. So that's the question. How do we do that? So it's different for everybody, right? But I'm a, I'm a big believer in what I was saying about self-reflection. Right. The more you can understand yourself of what gives you energy versus what where you have where you give your energy, it makes all the difference in the world. Like it took me forever to figure out that I'm actually an introvert. For the longest time, I was putting on an act like I was an extrovert because that was what I thought the world wanted of me. But I was exhausted all the time. And so there's like, you know, when I finally just realized, wait a second, I, as, as time went on, I was doing self-reflection, I mean, I'm, I need alone time because that's where I recharge. That's where I get my energy back. And that's what gets me ready to really be there with other people again. And that's the thing is I feel like sometimes introverts are misunderstood. It's like, because you know, people might think that they don't like people. And the reality is it's the opposite. Like, you know, we love people. Right. It's just that we need the time and the space to process and to recharge. And when I learned that about myself, I started scheduling time for myself. And I'm a much better human being <laughs> <laughs> for all involved <laughs> now because of it. And that's just one little example. But I believe how we do it is through self-reflection and just getting real with getting to know who we are. Right. And the unique, like, beautiful mm -hmm. person that each of us is. Like, all of us are so unique. Like, it's so cool because, you know, I love the dichotomy of that. I do believe that we're all interconnected. Um, Absolutely. You know, I go to, like, the quantum level of, it, of energy of, of all of us feeling. We feel it. You can feel it when, when you feel really connected. And then at the same time. And sometimes that feeling is just, like, like not there it's very subtle right and sometimes those feelings are like and you guys and you guys, i mean i don't know like relationships let's let in that moment like sometimes it's subtle mm -hmm. sometimes it's like your heart wants to run through your fucking chest <laughs> right and it's determining all right what's real in those right. moments is it the subtle where is this coming or from? is it the yep because exactly it might be the subtle it might be the other you just never know Right, exactly. Well, and where I was going with this is that at the same exact time of all of us being interconnected, we're all individuals at the same time. And we all offer very mm -hmm. unique gifts. And one of the most amazing journeys is discovering what it is that you came to this planet for and what are the gifts that you offer because nobody can do it the way that you can do it. Amen to that. 
So the more that we embrace that and the more that we learn about ourselves in that regard, I really believe that that's a huge way that we charge ourselves up because when we are giving our true gifts to the world, I, I find that's where we feel the most alignment. We feel so connected to the light. We are cruising and we are just like really feeling that we yeah. are living on purpose. Amen to that. Like I, I can't say I can't say anything else over and above that. I mean, yeah, I can't. So that being said, mm-hmm. since I can't, I have nothing to say in retort to that. Um, you're doing a lot of really cool, compelling things. Um, where can where's the best place for people who have listened to this or watch have watched this to connect with you to to maybe reach out or just bounce some things off of like, what's the best platform for people to reach on? Yeah, I would say um, Instagram, the Dancing Lotus Life is is a great, great way. Direct message me there. Um, I'm all about it. I love, like, I, I love these conversations. I love just being able to be real with people. I joke, I love living in the deep end of the pool. Amen. Like I can hang out a little bit in the shallow end of like having surface conversations, but I have a really hard time there without going all the way in. So if you are that person where you just like deep conversation, by all means, or it's totally cool if you want to have like just like a hey, what's your favorite color? We could do that too. Well, think 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 about it, guys. Like you, you have a finite period here. Right. We, I could literally, I could drive out of my house tomorrow and a car could slide, slide me coming out of my driveway. Now I'm going to doubt it because I kind of live in a bit of a rural space and not a lot of cars are here, but I could be walking out of my office and a car could come barricading through the fucking wall and I'm gone. So speak your truth always. It's going to, it might not always be pleasant for everybody else, but you got to live you because when you live you, you and those around you who truly know you are going to be happy because then guess what? They get to live their, to their true potential all the time and uplift people for that because we all need, the world needs more light. There's, there's plenty of dark, but let's get the light going because that's, that's the mission with this, the whole series. Bringing the light. Here's the coolest thing. When you live from that true authentic place and you bring the light, it it makes it so much more comfortable for everybody around you to do the same. It's crazy. It's a really cool effect that we have on each other. And I just I'm so grateful to you for doing a show like this and for all the work that you're doing because I believe that it's really having that positive impact in that way. So I agree. Like I just want to encourage everybody, yeah, like it might not always be easy, but it not is, mine. It will not always. <laughs> it's something where um, it 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 not only brings you fulfillment, it really does have a positive impact on everybody around you. Is right. what I've really noticed. And the thing is that it's okay if people aren't ready. It's totally okay. Right. They will go where they need to go, and they will do what they need to do. And you will continue to attract people who are ready. And you know, we all, but we'll always keep our our hearts open. For everybody, right. whenever, whenever they want to live their right. authentic truth, you know? Awesome. Well, I definitely look forward to our many more conversations and our many more collaborations that are surely coming in the very, very near future. 
I def- um, I'm definitely thankful for you and thankful for everybody down in Charleston. Um, I definitely feel like I've kind of got a bit of a home there because of a lot, because of you guys. So, um, we're so thankful for you too. And you know, you got a home here, snad fam for life, man. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, yeah. So as I end every video, at least recently, recent, recent memory, I like to end it with this little bit of a mantra. Um, that I'm inevitably going to put on a t-shirt and probably just give away because why monetize? Um, but it's these three things. No, four, maybe five. Be happy is the first. Have fun is the second. Now, the third, I'm a bit snarky, a bit sarcastic on this one, but hustle your fucking ass off. All right? Because this shit takes work. Anyway, but there. remember, and this is very, very, very important, there is no amount of hustle that can bring happiness or fun into your world. Think about it. So you got to have the first two before the third can even become anywhere close to relevant. And then, and then, and then, and then. Make time to breathe. Even if you just say the word breathe, you are forced to breathe. So make sure to take time to breathe too. Anyways, my friends, thank you for taking the time an hour out of your Tuesday evening to join us for this. Jen, thank you. I'll have you hang around a little bit for a moment afterwards. But um, stay tuned for Friday. Friday at 6 o'clock, I'm talking to uh, Mr. Jordan Jones, 18-year-old advocate for mental health. I'm really intrigued for this conversation. This conversation, as well as the conversation that I'm having with Jordan, will be available on YouTube as well as the audio form of the podcast, uh, which, by the way, is nearing 500 downloads. I, not huge numbers to many of you, but big numbers to me because this conversation, this, this is important shit. Yeah. And for each and every one of those 500, I'm grateful. So stay tuned for that. Um, and then next week, we'll see who next week's guests are. Maybe Mr. R.D. Weeks will be joining us. We'll see. Anyways. I think he might be. Maybe uh, on a Friday. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, anyways, my friends, that's it. We'll see you guys on Friday. In the meantime, thank you so much for having me. Bye bye. Bye. Facebook and Instagram saying bye to everybody. All right.